Hey, Prime members, you can listen to The Lead ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is gonna be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Three years after their amazing run to the Final Four, the Loyola Chicago Ramblers are at it again. Today, The Athletic's Brian Hamilton on how the team has rallied around their famous chaplain and their star player's prodigious mustache and why the Ramblers should not be underestimated. If they think this is all fun and games, a sideshow, a fluke, a lark, then that's just poor coaching on the other side because you should be able to put Loyola's film on the screen in front of your team and get the message across loud and clear. This is a very, very, very good basketball team. From Wondery and The Athletic, I'm Anders Kelto. It's Tuesday, March 23rd, and this is The Lead. It felt like something great was happening. There was just something about the emotion and that moment. The failures of the past don't matter because we've got this guy now. I've never seen anything like that. That's not good news. This isn't a story where you interview the athlete and go home. It stays with you. So, Brian, we're here today to talk about two things, a mustache and a nun. So let's start with the latter. Sister Jean, Loyola Chicago's, I don't know what to call her at this point, spirit animal, divine interventionist, was not happy about missing the team's conference tournament a couple of weeks ago, according to head coach Porter Moser. The Missouri Valley tournament in St. Louis, they didn't let her go. And then I talked to her after we got back and she was pissed. And she was like, um, <laughs> he looked right in the eye. She goes, I'm going. She goes, I looked them all in the eye and said, I'm healthier than all you. I've been vaccinated. I got 30 straight tests. I'm going. And she apparently invoked the Bible to convince the powers that be to let her come to March Madness this year. I'm like the old woman in the gospel story who went to the judge and kept bothering him all the time. And finally, the judge said, let the lady do what she wants. Brian, what does this now legendary woman mean to this year's Loyola Chicago team? I think she's always important to this program in general. You know, when I first came to Chicago and would go to Loyola games, I thought it was sort of quaint and maybe a little bit corny that there was this, you know, chaplain, this Sister Jean lady who would come out and say a prayer on the court before the game. We need your help to beat Miami. And as we look at the scoreboard... We want to be sure that the numbers indicate that we earned the big W. And I kind of like shrugged it off. But I mean, the more you're around the program, I think the respect and the love for her is real. But she's so much a part of who we are, Fabric. She does give the, the guys a blessing before they go. And, you know, this, this time through the phone. But, um, you know, for 101 years old, she still emails us, each one of us, after the game. Every game. 
obviously, I don't know that she can be around the program as much anymore under the circumstances. I have certain regulations. I can't run down on the court. And I said, I'm not going to run down on the court. I'm not going to cause any disturbance. I know I can't be with the team if their mothers and fathers can't be there. Neither can I. But I think she still calls in or zooms in or or whatever for her pregame prayers. All the players stand in the same place every time. It's an important ritual for this Loyola Chicago basketball team. So I I think, yeah, I think there's a huge amount of connection there and a huge amount of inspiration. And and it goes beyond just sort of, you know, this nice story that everybody kind of sees and makes a big deal out of. I think there's a real affection and love there that goes both ways. Well, when you're watching this Loyola Chicago team, the other person you really can't miss is senior center Cameron Crutwig. And I have to say, I think he's one of the most fascinating players I can remember watching during March Madness. To you, Brian, what makes him and his game so unusual? You don't want to make too much fun about it, but I mean, I think he's kind of a guy who would have fun with it too. I mean, he looks like the guy who would show up at the YMCA with knee pads and an elbow pad and, you know, (laughs) a ratty old shirt that's 30 years old and has been through the wash a million times and he comes for the noon run and then he just messes everybody up because he's more cagey than everybody else. He does everything and he does it sort of in a way that you might not expect from six foot nine, 240, 250 pound center. Here's Crutwick over Cooper. Crutwick, too. And that's how they control the game, too. He's a point center. He's a back to the basket guy whose footwork is impeccable for a guy his size, whose touch is impeccable around the rim for a guy his size whose bag of tricks is seemingly bottomless. And I think what stands out the most is his ability to be used as a playmaker. Williamson. And the lead is nine. Look at that pass from Crutwick. Best passing big man in the country. Cameron Crutwick. Lucas Williamson told me that no matter where you are on the court, you kind of have to be ready for Cam Crutwig to get you the ball. It's going to be a dime. It's going to be, you know, on a frozen rope, as coach likes to say. Like, um, and it's going to be all you have to do is catch it and shoot it. And that makes him a very lethal player to play against. I mean, there are three people in the Missouri Valley Conference who have accrued 1,500 career points. 800 rebounds, and 300 assists during their time in college. Larry Bird, Oscar Robertson, and Hersey Hawkins. Cameron Crutwig became the fourth this year. That's the company he's keeping as a college basketball player right now. He's just been one of the most valuable players in the country to his team by basically any measure you want. And Brian, you recently interviewed Cameron Crutwig, who uh, apparently plays a pretty mean harmonica as well. I'm practicing a little surfer girl right now by the Beach Boys. Here we go. What were you able to gather about his personality? Yeah, I've interviewed Cam a few times as a guy who lives in Chicago and as a guy, obviously, who followed him all the way to the Final Four. His personality is different. You know, he is kind of a free spirit. He is kind of a guy who just is comfortable in his own skin. And I think that's, you know, part of the genius of it. Like, you could look the way he does and be insecure and just feel, like, somewhat less than when you're looking at all these, like, chiseled athletic bodies who can jump out of the gym in Division I college basketball. And I don't think those thoughts even go through his mind. 
I mean, he is who he is. He'll sing. He'll play the harmonica. <laughs> like, he is a 100,000% comfortable in his own skin. And I think that's a big secret to why he can do what he does. Well, Brian, you recently wrote about the much-discussed strip of hair on Cameron Crutwig's upper lip. There's a good look at the mustache. Crutwig redoing COVID. It has its own Twitter account. And you sort of made the case that his mustache is symbolic of some larger things going on within this team. So tell us the origin story of the Crutwig stash and what it reveals about Loyola Chicago. So he's on quarantine at home in Algonquin, Illinois, lovely Algonquin, Illinois, and probably like most of us on quarantine, bored out of his mind on some days. And as as free spirits are wont to do, they kind of come up with some crazy ideas. And his idea was to try to grow some facial hair. He's, he had mutton chops when he was a freshman, and he's not really a great facial hair grower, as he told me. But <laughs> at home in Algonquin, Illinois, when you're on quarantine, one grows facial hair if, if one wants to try. I just think it happened. Um, I don't know. I just... Oh, I'm just going with the flow guy, and that was the flow, so I just did it. And if you've seen the character Officer Farva from the Super Trooper movies, that's probably the most analogous mustache. Uh, beverage? Give me a uh, liter of cola. A what? A liter of cola. Liter of cola. Do we make liter of cola? So he had it, and he came back to campus, and this is a bit of a superstitious bunch. They stand in the place, same place for the national anthem. When they leave the floor after warmups, there has to be a made shot as the last shot. If someone misses a shot right before they go into their pregame huddle, someone else will run out onto the floor, grab a ball, and make a shot just to get the vibe right. So Cam Crutwig comes back to campus when Loyola comes off quarantine with this mustache, and they start winning. He starts getting attention, and it becomes another part of the team that is woven into the fabric of what Loyola is this year. Obviously, he started getting media attention, and we started winning more games. We were like, "You, you got, you got to keep it. You have to now. Like, you don't have, you don't have a choice." <laughs> and at any suggestion that he should shave it off, including one very strong suggestion from his girlfriend in the middle of the season, the answer came loud and clear from everybody on the team: absolutely not. You got to keep the team chemistry high in these times. There'd be a little argument, little. Uh, World War Three started among the team if I, if I shaved it off. So I had to, we got to keep it around for now. And uh, I don't know, it's just part of, uh, it's just part of who we are now, who I am now. I told him I thought that was the biggest upset of the year, possibly, that the mustache and the teammates won out over the girlfriend. But as Cam told me, it might have been a little bit of World War Three if he had decided to shave it off at her behest. And, you know, he had to be a team first guy. So here we are. The mustache has stayed. Loyola has kept winning. And now it has upset itself into the Sweet 16. Well, given the unusualness of the team star player and this somewhat ridiculous mustache and Sister Jean being this sort of larger than life figure, do you think there's like an element of sideshow to this team that maybe causes other teams to underestimate them? If there is, then that's really on the other teams. Because if you spend any time watching this team play, looking at the numbers, you understand how good they are. They've played together a long time. They're connected on both ends of the floor. If they think this is all fun and games, a sideshow, a fluke, a lark, then that's just poor coaching on the other side because you should be able to put Loyola's film on the screen in front of your team and get the message across loud and clear. This is 
a very, very, very good basketball team. They finished the regular season 10th in the net rankings. So if all that other stuff is distracting people, I'm sure Loyola will take it. I'm sure they're happy to sneak up on people, but they shouldn't. Everything about this team that you watch, everything about this team that you can measure and account for statistically tells you that this is an extremely good college basketball team. Several players on this team, including Cameron Crutwig, were part of the Final Four run three seasons ago. They just knocked off the number one seed, Illinois. Is there any reason to believe that this team can't get back to the Final Four and maybe even go all the way? I did not think that Loyola's offense was going to be good enough to carry it through really to one win even, let alone two, let alone upsetting Illinois. They have gotten much better lately. It wasn't great in mid-February. They had a bit of a slump where they just, it looked really, really difficult for them on the offensive end. It was not easy to come by scores, but they're there now. I think they want to prove that this is a program and not a one-year wonder. You want to prove yourself, prove everyone that, you know, that final four run wasn't, wasn't just a fluke. That this is, year after year, going to be a team that even if the faces and names change, the systems that are in place and the culture that is in place will enable it to contend at a very high level. We saw that a few years ago, but you never know if you're going to get back to that. This postseason is about demonstrating how Loyola has and can get back to that level. Care-of is a wellness brand that makes it easy to maintain your health goals with a customized vitamin plan, helping you feel your best today and supporting you long-term. Care-of is super transparent about the research and sourcing behind each one of their packets, and your recommendations come in daily, individually wrapped packets that are perfect for getting back into a routine. Care-of's in-depth five-minute online quiz asks questions about your diet, lifestyle, and health concerns to help address your specific wellness goals. I can tell you that the quiz is really easy to go through, and I love the individual packaging that they send that makes it really convenient to keep track of all the vitamins that have been recommended to you. Also, you can follow Caro's expert recommendations or adjust your pack at any time. What you get is entirely up to you. For 50% off your first Caro order, go to takecareof.com and enter code LEAD50. Again, for 50% off your first Caro order, go to takecareof.com and enter code LEAD50. Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase, every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app and answer a few questions. With Angie, you can book instantly at an upfront price or request and compare quotes from multiple pros so you can find the best price for your project. So the next time you have a home project, just Angie that and start getting the most out of your home. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot So Brian, we're of course used to seeing upsets during March Madness, but it seems like things have really gone to another level this year, especially in the first round. The baseball court. 
Why do you think we've seen so many top teams getting knocked out early in this year's tournament? I'm trying to wrap my head around why that might be the case. And the only thing I can come up with is that it's been such a grind this season for everybody that maybe the happy to be here factor and the energy that some of those lower seeded teams have is overcoming some of the really the grind that these power league teams have been through. I mean, you're talking about playing really, really tough games over a very, very long haul under very trying circumstances. And I wouldn't blame some of these teams if as much as they tried, they just couldn't muster that energy on a consistent level every single night. It's not that they're complacent being in the NCAA tournament. It's just that it's been a long, long, long year at a pretty high level for these guys. But you're Abilene Christian, you're Ohio, you know, you're you're these other double-digit seeds who can crash the party and just get that kick of adrenaline that takes you to another level. Well, one of those double-digit seeds is Oral Roberts, who were a 15 seed and have now advanced to the Sweet 16. They've also had one of the most fun players to watch in the tournament, the nation's leading scorer, Max Acemas. Acemas peaks at the clock, seven on the timer, makes his move. Step back, Jay! Bullseye! <laughs> What's been your impression of that team and Acemas? An incredibly fun player to watch. I mean, you're talking about 20... Seven points a game, I think, across two tournament games. He was about 25 or 24 and a half during the regular season. And efficient, too. I mean, he's he's a guy who's taking like 16, 17 shots a game. This is not a guy who's piling up points because he's gunning it 30 times to get 30 points a game. Like, he can actually shoot at a very efficient level. The interesting part, I think, with him is not only how far he can take Oral Roberts now, but... In the new dynamic of college basketball, how long he's wearing an Oral Roberts uniform. Because if transfer rules lighten up like they're going to, um, there are going to be a lot of power conference programs who are going to see this bit of audition tape and decide, this is a guy we might want to, you know, pick up the phone and ask, hey, have you ever thought about playing at the power conference level? And, well, we have a roster spot for you right here, Mr. 25 points per game scorer. So, um It'll be interesting to see how long he can keep Oral Roberts going, and then it's going to be interesting to see how long Oral Roberts can keep him wearing their uniform as we go into the offseason. And lastly, Brian, if you had to pick a winner at this point in time, who do you have? Still Gonzaga. I'm not backing off that pick. I had him at the start of the season, the best team in the country. I had him in the middle of the season as the best team in the country. I had him now, before the tournament, and right now, as we speak, as the best team in the country. I think they're so well-rounded and so deep. It's really, really hard to bet against them right now. They're as complete a basketball team, especially offensively, as I've seen in a very long time. No one's beat them yet. And until <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to bet against them until I see someone do it. Well, Brian, thanks so much for joining us and good luck growing your own March Madness mustache. Not happening. No way. <laughs> Be worse than Cam's. You can read Brian Hamilton's story about Cameron Crutwig's mustache and follow all of his coverage of college basketball at theathletic.com. From Wondery and The Athletic, I'm Andres Kelto. See you tomorrow. If you travel for work, you know to pack two suits, business and swim. You know with your Delta Sky Miles Business Amex card, buying that plane ticket for a business trip can get you closer to medallion status. You know that a meeting in Montana means visiting almost every national park. Yellowstone? Check. Because you're the chief excursion officer. It's why you're a Delta Sky Miles Platinum Business American Express card member. If you travel, you know. Terms apply. Visit go.amex slash you know business.
Hey, it's Guy Raz here, the host of How I Built This, a podcast that gives you a front row seat to how some of the biggest products were built and the innovators, entrepreneurs, and idealists behind them. Every week, I speak to someone new, stories like Justin Wolverton's, a lawyer who just wanted a healthy alternative to ice cream, so he created Halo Top in his Cuisinart. Or Todd Graves, who grew his fried chicken restaurant Raising Cane's into one of the most successful fast food chains in the U.S. All of these great conversations can help you learn how to think big, take risks, and navigate crises in life and work from people who've done all of that and more. Follow How I Built This on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to How I Built This early and ad-free right now on Wondery Plus.